Hello, I'm your host, Rika, and welcome to the World Curtains Podcast. This podcast is meant to create an environment where individuals can come together for deep, stimulating conversation about the human experience. It's a place where we can unpack what's beyond the surface of everyday life. Today's topic is on men in relationships. Uh, I invited my friend, Tay Benjamin, out to a local bar and grill just to sit down and have a conversation um, about men in relationships. And it's pretty much for the most part, just girl talk. Um, And we talk about the things that we like, things that we don't like um, in relationships with men, our experiences, the things that we try to create um, inside of our relationships with men. Um, Yeah, and it, it, it really is just, you know, a look into what girl talk can be like. Um, so I, as always, you know, I definitely appreciate Tay for coming out and having the conversation and we're going to jump straight into the conversation. All right. Hello. I'm here with Tay Benjamin. I've known her for about a, a year or so and, um, we've worked together and we've had plenty of conversations, uh, about life, uh, self-development, womanhood, uh, uh relationships, um, family, whatever you can think about. We've, we've had those type of conversations. And today uh, we're going to focus on attraction. Uh, what do we, what attracts us to men and um, why and just to think a little bit deeper about uh, what we can provide in relationships uh, and so forth. So my first question to you is what type of woman are you in a sense that um, the type of woman you are tends to uh, dictate what type of men you kind of are attracted to sometimes. Um, so what type of woman are you, do you feel like you are, and how that impacts what type of men that you are attracted to? That's a good question, and thanks for having me. Um, I think I, I'm a reserve, like, I'm a naturally reserved person, um, naturally an introvert, but I do feel that I have a, a confidence that, um, I don't think you can, like, it's not deniable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I, uh, I, I'm pretty, I can be closed off. Um, I, again, I like to be, I can be a loner. Like, I, all those things, like, I can be uh, by myself. Um, but at the same time, I do like, uh, I like interaction. Like, I like being with friends. I have, I've had friends and relationships for many years. Um, I feel like I've never, I've never really thought about what type of woman I am or how that translates to any other relationship. Um, I think I'm a sound person. Um, I, I try to make good decisions as far as like, um, just knowing right from wrong and knowing how you should be treating others. Um, I try to keep that in mind, but... um, So you never thought about, like, okay, I'm this certain particular type of woman, and this type of man will be good for me because it complements who I am as a woman. 
I think, um, in a sense, I would I would imagine someone that's a little more uh, extroverted would be okay. a compliment to me. Um, I've I've dealt with guys that might be like still like introverted as myself, and it, it might just be boring. <laughs> like we're not. <laughs> all right, we both gonna just chill. Like I need a little bit more than that. Um, so yeah, I might be looking for a guy that might be a little bit more enthusiastic, or like he might be the he might be a little center of attention. Um, because that's not me. So okay. having some depth in that capacity, um, I can definitely see me going for the guy that's more outgoing. And for me, I feel like um, I'm definitely, I like to be underground, right? So like I, I, I have confidence as well, but I'm, I'm, I don't like the spotlight. And I actually do not like men who want to be in the spotlight. So it's like, because I kind of feel like they drag you into the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's, Ah, nah, I'm okay. Um, so I mean, I, to some degree, I think that's okay. Like, to uh-huh. get somebody out of their natural. Their shell? Yeah. And that's the thing. like, I feel like it's not... I don't know. I just... I prefer men who are laid back. But um, my thing doesn't come in the form of, like, being an extrovert. My thing is more so uh, men who are a little bit more... I think I need men who are a little bit more nicer than I am because I am a little bit more uh, not as lovey-dovey. Yeah. And maybe if I dated men who are a little bit more lovey-dovey than I am, then maybe it will bring that part of me out. Oh, right? sensitive? Oh. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more. Not that he's going to be super sensitive, but at least a little bit more, um, I don't know, like he's into poetry or something. <laughs> <laughs> Something, you know, a little love Jonesy. <laughs> so what is your biggest turn ones for men? Um, like being like superficial or being like, um, those that I, I said turn ones. Uh, I mean, yeah, my uh, nice smile. <laughs> like, oh, you, you said that they are super, okay. If those, like, yeah, um, those things, like the things that don't really, like, yeah, a nice smile is, is attractive to me. Um, as far as maybe, like, just them, them as a person, um, just being honest and kind of, um, I, I, I like some level of, I don't want to like aggressive sounds aggressive, but I need, I guess, assertive, a direct directness. Um, that is a turn on a man that is like solid in what he wants, what he knows. Like he's not afraid to to say how he feels or what he wants. Um, and you mean like assertive, like when he's coming onto you, or assertive, like just in life in general. So where he's assertive throughout the entire relationship, not just when he's trying to you know spit game and talk to you, but yeah, both for sure. Um, okay. Coming on to me, approaching me. Um, and in, in, in anything that we're doing, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want someone passive or someone that I feel like I could walk over or that I could uh, dominate in any in a conversation or just any uh, any interaction. I want them to have some type of um, force. <laughs> and that's the thing is, I think that all women in general, I don't want to speak for all women, but most of us we kind of do want that and i think that most healthy people in general want that like no man wants a woman he could just walk all over either um i think we all just kind of want that that person who is their own person right. inside that relationship right. as well right. um we don't want to feel like that person is too much of us because then like you said it gets boring and right. nothing there um biggest turnoffs turnoffs um bad hygiene <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah. Bad, oh, Lord. Bad hygiene. 
um, dirty fingernails. <laughs> like, um, someone that isn't uh, doesn't take care of the responsibilities. If you got kids and I I've not heard of them, or if you don't take care of your just not being mature, being an adult, um, that's definitely a turn off. Um, someone that doesn't have their priorities straight. Um, somebody doesn't like a guy if he's not and I I guess like yeah we could be figuring life out but I want you to have some level of some idea of where you're going um mm-hmm. I don't want some a lost soul like in my man like I, I, I don't think where I'm at that point that I can help a man get to figure out where he wants to be and that's important I think that you saying that right so us acknowledging that we might not be in the space right now uh, to actually take a man from being lost and create this this king-like figure out of him. Um, and then I think that there's a lot of men who are not in that space either, that they can take women and, and, and create this, you know, goddess figure, uh, so to speak, um, and acknowledging that. So for me, as far as, like, my biggest turnoffs, is really I'm gonna be a little bit superficial with it is um, body posture like if mm. he has if That's he doesn't have an attractive body posture <laughs> wow. this makes and breaks whether or not wow. I am willing to be intimate physically intimate with a man if his body posture is just not <laughs> we're like if I don't like it if I don't like the way he talks wow. if I don't like the way he moves um, I will, I will like who he is as a person to death, <laughs> but I will not touch him because he doesn't have a certain type of... I guess I've never um, even thought about that because I, I would imagine if I see somebody that's kind of like... If I can tell in your body language that you're kind of maybe like timid or like just not very like... I need you to be like captivating. I need you to be like... I don't know. Um, I've never thought about the posture, but that's a good... I pay attention to everything. <laughs> like, if he swings his arm too much, I'm like, nah. <laughs> oh, <boy>. He ain't <laughs> it. That ain't it. <laughs> so it's like, I, I pay attention to the way they sit when they're driving. Like, I, not that I'm critiquing them, but I will, like, just naturally tune into those things subconsciously. What do you think that's the... What is that saying about them? Or, like, why is that turning you off? It, I don't know. It's just always been something that I, I can't explain why I pay attention. And it's not something that I'm looking at him like, ooh, if he don't move the right way, he out of here. Like, it's not that. It's just, like I said, it's on a subconscious level where, you know, I'm just, I'm, my body is just paying attention to his body. And my, I guess my spirit and my soul, my mind might not be there where I'm critiquing him, but my, my, my spirit or my soul is just, you know, once it comes to that moment where it's like, okay, things might get a little, 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 little frisky. I'm like, nah, <laughs> nah. So I don't know why it's a big thing with me, but body language is everything. Um, it really does make or break whether or not I like a man. Um, but there are other things that go into there too. Um, I definitely like. Um, men who are opinionated in a sense because uh, I like to have conversations and I want to uh, talk to people who have um, different opinions from me um, I don't always like to talk to people with the same opinions as me um, and then I like men who are generous um, I like frugal men in this thing like I like men who save money and who are frugal but I do want him to also be generous in a sense that he's not he's not 
you know, just trying to uh, be all about himself. Yeah. And that, right. you know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing is like, I think sometimes as women, uh, we can get into this mode where we're we're not really paying attention too much of his generosity. We pay too much attention to our own yeah. and making sure that we're generous. But we're not making sure that he's being as generous. And that's like for me, um, I don't and I don't know that <laughs> right or wrong, but since I was little, I can remember my mom. Like I was raised by a single mom, and her kind of instilling in me if a guy wasn't bringing the same or more to the table, like that might not be where you need to be and I can see myself being conscious of generosity and how much a guy if I'm if I feel like I might be giving more of myself um, in any space um, I'm aware of that and, mm -hmm. and recognizing if if I feel like we're not we're not at the same level or if there's not an extra step from him mm -hmm. um, and that's the thing is like I, it's it's interesting that you described it that way because I I look at it a little bit different when I say generosity because I just want the generosity that I want not that he has to match mine so mine's could be more than his but you at least got to fill mine's right so if he wants a certain level of generosity and it might outweigh my generosity that I want from him as long as you're making sure that you meet my quota I can care less about how much you you know tend to want from me um as long as i'm getting what i want i will give you what you want even yeah. if it is a little bit more than what i'm getting but i do which i understand what you're saying it's like you don't want to be in a situation where he's kind of abusing you know what i mean the generosity um but I'm, I'm not i tend not to be the most generous person in the world anyway so i don't have a problem with like being overly generous um i only give when i feel like i can withstand not having it yeah. All right. Yeah. So whenever I give you something or do something for you, I've already asked myself if this person fall, if I fall out with this person tomorrow, will I want to take it back? If I say yes, then I'm not going to do it. But if I say no, then I'll do it anyway, because I know tomorrow if we fall out, I won't care that I gave it to you yesterday because I wanted to give it to you. And I felt like you deserved it. Right. So and I've actually had that um, happen to me before where I did something nice for a man. And, uh, you know, maybe a few months or a year later or so, I can't remember how long it was, we had fell out. And I don't regret doing that for him because yeah, I yeah. did feel like he deserved it in that exactly. moment. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. All right. And then um, what type of men are you attracted to? Do you like business professional men? Do you like blue collar men? Do you like a thug? Do you like... Um... <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't discriminate, honestly. Like, if you're a nice guy, um, if we're, we got chemistry, we can have conversation, I don't really think I have a type, honestly. Um, if you look at my exes, um, they're, they're all different. Um, I really, I really, I don't know. I don't know that I, maybe that's a part of my, my, that's a part of me finding out what I am attracted to in a man and what I want, that I am able to just try these different pools of, of, of guys that wouldn't run in the same type of circle. Um, right. So yeah, uh, uh, I'm, I'm interested in, in all types of people, um, and different backgrounds and, um, yeah, I think if we just have a fundamental level, if we got some chemistry, it's, it doesn't matter what kind of, what profession or what your like personality type is, but um, if the chemistry is there, then... Okay, okay, so for me, I think like, um, 
Mm. So I, I, I think I'm more so in between the white collar and the blue collar type of guy. So I would probably prefer like a blue collar guy, but who owns his own business, right? So like he has his own establishment, but he still does um, dirty work in a sense. Because I think sometimes white collar men, even though I, I like them, they're very nice. <laughs> Um, they, I don't like metrosexual men, so I don't like okay. men who pay too could, much attention to I their... I agree with that. Yeah, like, if you pay too much attention to how, how, how handsome you are yeah. and shit, like... No pretty boys. Yeah. I guess that is my, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, it's, it's just like, for me, like, I would rather him to be a little bit gritty, and, um, I don't, I don't really like hood dudes. I've dated one before, um... <laughs> It was an accident. <laughs> he definitely lied to me. <laughs> he told me he was in college, but he wasn't. <laughs> I met him while I was in college. I was at a college party. He told me he was in college. He was not in college. He was just at the party. <laughs> he was just at the party. <laughs> Who invited him? <laughs> but yeah, he lied to me. But I ended up dating one of them. Um, it wasn't the worst experience in my life. Like I'm not. I've never been the type of person to hate people that I've dated before, um, but I typically don't go for those type of guys. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just I don't. I don't know. I just I just never really did before. Um, most of the time, I'm around more white collar men, uh, opposed to anyone. But I do appreciate men who are masculine in a sense that they are willing to get dirty and they're willing to. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and no, I can understand that, and I, I I feel you that I don't want someone that is real uh, into their self, like as far as like appearance, like I don't want you taking a hundred selfies and right. you, you you making sure your, your eyebrows look good, like all that. Don't <laughs> let me like let me be on that. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm not saying that all white collar men are like that. I just noticed that you know when 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 you're a little bit more well off you tend to want to look prestigious and you want to look clean all the time and you know I can understand why that is the way it is especially with you having that type of career but like once you come home like we gotta stop like you know what I mean if we're going out for a date or something um I don't need you to you know be on some you know I'm, I'm the boss you know you can have that mentality but you don't need to look like it doesn't need to be out yeah. displayed. Let me put my shoes match my belt and my belt match my tie. And my, it's like, come on, dude. Just put on a polo or something. Put on a button up. I'm not mad at a well-dressed guy. I definitely can appreciate somebody that has some swag or knows how to like put it out, put something together, make it look like something. I'm not mad at that. Um, he can look good, but I want him to just be attractive. I don't want him to try to look good. So I've dated guys who, they were just fine. Say, like, he was just fine, right? No effort. No effort. <laughs> and I like that, you know what I mean? I don't mind you being attractive, but... But when, when they just have that type of confidence in themselves, no matter what they wear, is, or what, however they're, right. they're dressed, you are attracted to them because that, that person is... But you got the guys who wear all the jewelry, and that's and, not, and you already okay. know that they don't have that, they don't have that in them. What you looking like? That yeah, much I don't, fun. I don't identify with guys who wear all the jewelry and stuff. That's yeah, not for me. I'm not into the flashy guys. Yeah, no. Uh, so, what do you want from a man? As far as have you thought about? Okay, this is what I really want. As far as your future projections of 
where you're going as a woman? Yeah, um, uh, yes, I think I've thought about this for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, I identify as a hopeless romantic. I am the lovey-dovey <laughs> person. Um, I want somebody to compliment me in that space. Um, I want someone that I can have longevity with. Like, I want a long-lasting relationship, a partnership. Um, and I understand that it's not always going to be flowers and rainbows and hearts and, you know, I get all of that. Um, but I want us to always recognize that I, I want that in some level. Um, I just, I really want a partner. I think having a friend, like a friendship, is important to me with like my, whoever my significant other will be. Um, because I think once you're, once you're friends, um, regardless if the relationship has its rough patches or if you're, um, you just, you're just not in the same space. You, that friendship, that companionship, you always have a respect for them, and you're always able to see them as the person. Um, maybe they're not being the best boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife, but that's still your dog. Like that's still my homie. At the end of the day, I know that you got my back. Like and. We might be beavering, but we going to go out in the streets and you got me. Like, I, really, I want someone that I just feel super comfortable with, super secure, um, and safe with. Okay. For me, I feel like, what I want from a man? I think I just want to be able to get along, right? So we don't even have to be best friends or anything like that. I just want to be able to get along as mature adults at all times, right? So if, if we are... At, at odds that when we speak to each other we still speak to each other with respect and that you know what I mean um, we're just being mindful that like, like we we need to be able to communicate effectively yeah even if I, I don't you know it's it's a little bit weird in a sense that I'm just not I, I want the connection of course like I want to be able to connect with him on a certain level but um, for me, it's more so about uh, staying leveled and, and being secure in a sense that this is the relationship structure and this is how it's built and that this is our foundation, right? And that that's just where we at least will go back to. Um, yeah, like honestly, that's... And yeah, I, I think that's it. Like yeah. for real, for real, to be... Just that. That's I just, pretty simple. <laughs> boom. Just right there. <laughs> just get along. Yeah, just get along at, at all times. Um, well, not all times, but, you know, be able to, to communicate that. And how involved do you like a man to be as far as, like, contacting you? Um, and maybe that changes over time, right? So, for me, it definitely changes over time. Um, but how, how attentive should he be? Yeah, um, I need I need attention. <laughs> I need you to show me, talk to me, show me you care. <laughs> like I need to hear from you. Um, if I'm dating someone or it's nothing like exclusive, we um, I, I don't expect like constant uh, communication. But so I guess in a dating space. Um, I would say, I mean, check in. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I have a, a certain timeline of how much. I just need you to. I need to feel something. I think if we go a week without talking, then we don't need to talk. 
Um, <laughs> like, oh lord. Yeah, that like, and I remember we had a conversation. Yeah, we did have this conversation. <laughs> you were like, oh, we talk once a month. So I was like, oh yeah, he's cut off. <laughs> I talked to you in a month. No. Um. So yeah, I, and, and if it's my boyfriend, I'm I'm expecting we talking every day. Um. Yeah, I need. I I definitely require more attention than uh, a little bit. <laughs> okay. And for me, like like we said, we had this conversation. I really, I'm super low maintenance, so um, we don't have to talk very often at all. I mean, it, it, it depends. It changes over time with me. So when I first meet a man, I do not need you to contact me every day. Actually, it would be annoying, and I hate it. <laughs> don't contact me every day. Once a week is off. It's okay with me when I first meet you. <coughs> Sorry, I'm coughing. Can you pour some of this? Like once a week is um, okay. All right, that's not. Once a week is okay with me. Um, when I first meet a man or so, and then over time as we um, get to know each other. He can contact me more. So if we're involved, if we're sexually involved, right, then you can contact me every day. But if we're not sexually involved, I really don't want you texting me every day. Like, I'm going to be completely honest with you. It really lies in the fact that if we, are we having sex or not? <laughs> and we're not having sex. Don't call me. Oh, my God. And I guess, like, for me, it, like our communication and how much we're talking I mean it, it, it depends on the person and what the conversation is like if we're if you're hitting me up every day just what you're doing what you're doing like yeah that's annoying but if we're actually talking and um just in, engage with each other like I'm good with that um, yeah I'm but um yeah I mean I guess I guess depending on how uh, interested you are in that person can also determine how much you want to talk to them. Um, for me, like if it's somebody <laughs> like that I'm not interested in, that's fine that we don't have that much communication. But someone that I I do want to talk to, like sexually involved or not, um, that's gonna help. That's gonna for me determine how much I pursue this how do, how far do I go I don't know that I can get to a point that I'm sexually active with you if I've only talked to you a handful of times or I don't feel like you, <laughs> you've really been engaged with me and so okay so let's let's frame this too okay so I see what you're saying so for me interaction takes place over a long period of time so I'm not one of those women who you know I'm going to feel comfortable within the first two months it's gonna take me some time, maybe six or yeah. a year, you know what I mean, before I feel like, okay, I've, I'm comfortable with this person. Um, so for me, trying to, for me, this is how I explain it, trying to, trying to smash all this time together into a month, that's not doing nothing for you. Like, yeah. it's yeah. not gonna make me want to be sexually involved with you any sooner. Yeah. Um, I need that, I need it, for me, it, it is a drawn out process a little bit, so. You know, for me, I don't, I don't necessarily, and that's the thing too. Okay, so we about to get to a whole other conversation. <laughs> we might have to break this off to another segment. <laughs> but for me, I do not think that the man that I'm talking to has to be exclusive to me in the beginning or anything like that. So I know that some women, when they meet a man and they're talking, they start to feel like, okay, this needs to get exclusive at two months, right? He shouldn't be talking to either of the chicks. 
but to me at two months I feel like we j I just met you like I don't feel like he has to cut off all the women that he knows in two months like I feel like to me that's fast yeah for me to want that from him so it, it's kind of like depending on what type of man he is and what type of man, woman you are you know some men they don't want to give up all the they secondary hoes in <laughs> two months either so they just want to you know I, think, I mean, I think as long as you're communicating and open with uh, what your intentions are um, in that space, like, I mean, it's definitely understandable that in two months, I might not have gotten rid of the rest of my hoes. Like, <laughs> I, that's understandable. But you not, you, to me, you can't position it that I'm the only one or that it's just us. Don't position it to me as a exclusive relationship if that's not really what your 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 end game is or what you're trying to do so like when you're saying but I don't know if that's necessarily fair because he could be wanting a serious relationship but he is still doing what he you know he got something on the side I mean, you that's know that's conflicting to me then because if you want to if you want a serious relationship and I mean maybe we're just blanking it uh, you want a serious relationship period you don't not necessarily that you want a relationship a serious relationship with me and you right. you trying to you're basically playing the field, seeing where your relationship is going to come from. I, I don't know that I'm interested in being a part of that. Um, okay. At two months, you feel well, like? No, no, not at two months. Um, I don't, and I mean, I can't really give it a timeline because it right, depends right, it depends on, on how how the relationships are going. Are going yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, two months is definitely a, a perfect stranger. Meaning them, you don't you don't know them from them. you don't know much about them. Um, but I guess that to my point earlier, like if I'm talking to you every day, we, we're really invested and we're where the vibe is there. We have good chemistry. Maybe I will. I feel like I've known you for a long time, and I am more comfortable with you than that person that I maybe dragged out a little longer. Um, okay. I think you just have to be honest about what you want. Um, I'm not looking for a serious relationship now, so if I was to be um, dating someone, I don't expect, I, I would I would expect myself to make them aware that I'm not trying to pursue anything like a serious relationship. Okay, so yeah, that's the thing, it's like, we're, we're talking about getting into a relationship, like a serious relationship, and for me, it still will be this drawn out process because... It's, I don't know, I just don't, I don't feel like it's necessary for him to call me every day and I just met you two weeks ago. What are we going to learn every day from, from these two weeks that's going to make me feel like I know you? I mean, you, and, don't, you don't know. That's what John's conversation is going to lead you to. He wasted my time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let something happen in between. I don't know, it's, I'm weird. I just like... <laughs> my space and yeah, I feel like I mean, and that's the thing is I've always had a problem with men saying that I don't contact them enough right so they complain to me not contacting me out of sight out of mind blah 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 and I mean that's true like how do you expect them to how do you keep them engaged if you aren't interested in constant communication and that's, I mean I'm into and that's the thing is like my interest does not lie in how much I communicate with you so my interest in you will remain the same Wow! If I don't talk to you for a whole entire month, I will still that interest does not change. It doesn't waver until you do something that makes it change. So if I don't see you in a month, I will still as soon as I meet you, I'm back to where I was last month. 
and that's universal with everyone. So you have to actually do something to me to make me feel like, oh well, you know, he's 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 trash, you know, he's being trash yeah. or whatever. Um, so how do you guys perceive? Like, are you? Is that something? I don't take it very well. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel him. <laughs> don't take this very. Well. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I gotta listen. I, I let me tell you what I don't want to work on. That. <laughs> You just gonna need. You have to understand. Um, but I guess I didn't work on that. Uh, but okay. So as far as like values, what values are very important to you for a man to have? That's a good question. I think, and sometimes this could be a reflection of yourself. Yeah. Like, what values do you have? Yeah. Most of the time, you want to share these. Right. Um, I definitely want someone that is grounded. Someone. Someone that is is humble humble enough to 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 recognize that we're all we're all people we all have our different walks of life um but at the end of the day like we're all the same um i really want like pondering <laughs> For, my, my values um, I value uh, one being uh, dependable right being a person that is solid in that sense where I can depend on you um, I'm a very dependable person um, and I typically don't have as many people I can depend on so him being that dependable person for me would be great right yeah. so I know at least I can have somebody to depend on when everyone's depending on me that I can fall back on someone too um, so dependability um, I mean it's, and it's not necessarily one of his values but I value that in men in a sense um, another one is uh, that he he has a value to make sure that he's building wealth um, I'm very um, investment uh, focused in wealth building so uh, that's definitely something that I want to share with him we both have a, a sense to build wealth and create a, a legacy for generations to come um, and that we're not building wealth just to blow it like I said like there's a legacy there there's something that um, our children have to kind of look up to look forward to and to inherit and it's not just the monetary things like they're not just inheriting the house they're her they're inheriting that legacy as far as the standards um, you know the the values the morals and all of that that's in place with that legacy so his values have to be that he is a man of purpose in that he has a legacy that he's went to he wants to build and that I can believe in that and I can uh, I can have you know uh, I can be attracted to that sense of him just trying to, to put that out so definitely that he values wealth building and building a legacy um, some more values that I, I genuinely you know what I, I, I didn't used to like religious men um, not that I didn't like them I just didn't care for them but I had recently met a man who was religious um, it wasn't too bad like <laughs> I'm on the fence about the religion like he can be a religious man and um, I can I can definitely see myself as someone who is religious I'm not religious um, but I don't I do not look at religion as bad or anything like that and I've actually seen some religious men that I was like wow you know what I mean you could tell that his religion made him a better man that's, that's nice that's, that's good to hear um, 
Because I do, I, I, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm religious either, um, but I do think for some people, their their religion does give them that, that, that kind of moral compass, that, that connect, connectivity, I guess, um, to, to their higher, their higher being. Um, that's interesting. I, I think for me, another value would be, um, they're family-oriented. I definitely want someone that um, family is a focus, and having a family is important. Um, and like you said, like having that legacy for your family. I think as as, as black people, um, having our legacy, like this, is really important for us to start this. Like we've not been set up to to really leave legacies. Um, so having that in mind and being conscious of that is important. Absolutely. Yeah, I think this, and that was like the the family part, like, he has to value being in the home with his children. That is big, too. Like, so, you know, I don't have any children yet, but like, um, if a man thinks that he can be a father, and it's, I'm not saying it's bad or anything like that, but what I want, right? Just what I want, I would want him to value being in the household. And everybody says that they value it, but I want him to really take it seriously yeah. of him being there in the household with his children. Um, in us, you know, not that we're forcing it to in a toxic situation, but we're going to work it. We're really going to work this out to make sure that we raise our children in a household where they have both parents. Because I think that's one of, like you said, that's one of the major problems in the black community is that we don't have both of our parents in the household, married, you know what I mean? Um, it's like, oh, dad's over here, mom's over here, mom's remarried, dad remarried, or, you know, um, whatever's going on I just really want to make sure that we can keep that together yeah um so I tend not to well we're not gonna get into that but anyway <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get there as far as like morals are concerned um like I said I, I want him to be generous um his his morals um I want him to be able to never be vindictive so I do not like vindictive men. Even if we fall out, do not act like you don't have to do anything for me because I wouldn't act that way towards you. If me and you fall out and you're the father of my children, I still have to do for you. You know what I mean? Like, we have children together. I feel like once you have a child by a man, you've kind of signed up to be, uh, you know, a, a resource for that man going forward. Even if I did get remarried, I still feel like it's still in my best interest to make sure to look out for him and make sure he's good because that's my children's father you know what I mean like if he's doing bad that's that's a problem point blank period so for for a man to feel like oh well now we broke up I ain't gotta do shit for you I just gotta take care of my kids it's is it's not cool with me like I don't like that because I wouldn't I wouldn't be that way yeah yeah so as far as like morals is that one of his morals is like he he wouldn't be that way. He wouldn't be out to get people or wouldn't yeah, be out yeah. to... I think that just goes to, like, to the person, like their core. Like, if you're just a good person, you... I don't know, I would just always... I just, I've always believed that karma was real and to do unto others as you want them to do unto you. Um, and I just, like, being spiteful and, and, and holding grudges and just, like, like you said, Vindicta, that's... That's not attractive at all, and it, I think you don't, and you honestly don't know that someone until until shit hits the fan. How do you know like how someone's gonna react and uh, if they're gonna have those uh, ill qualities in themselves? Like yeah, but you can kind of see it a little bit. Um, sometimes like how they interact with their family or something like that. Like you can, uh, 
or just listen to, uh, pay attention to the stories that they tell about their ex-girlfriends oh, yeah. and you know what I mean like how is he treating you know how does he talk about them how does he you know it's just little things like that that I try to pay attention to of course you can still make mistakes but it is what it is um, as far as personality and attitude uh, personality and attitude for me personality I like men who have a little dark humor in them so I like yeah yeah I like he I, I need him to be a little bit mischievous in a sense not that he has to be you know a criminal or anything like that but like I like men who have a little dark side to them I like little I don't know no, I, get, I, I, I feel what you say <laughs> no I appreciate that too I think I definitely like a, a guy that has a sense of humor um, somebody that can make me laugh and I think I'm pretty like I'm I think I'm pretty corny like I like I like corny jokes and I just I have like I don't know I think somebody that a good sense of humor goes a long way like that can definitely make the situation like I've been with someone that I I wouldn't have physically been attracted to um, just seeing them off the street but because I had a relationship with them and their personality pretty much won me over they that that uh, attraction built over time that I I was uh, more, like physically attracted to them after interactions right. with them. That's the thing, but I need it to be dark humor though. Not just humor. <laughs> I need it to be a little dark. Like I like the little darkness of it. Um, as far as his attitude is concerned, I like strict men. I really, really, really like strict men. So if he's a willy nilly type of guy, that's not probably gonna work out. Like I'm, I like men who are a lot more strict than I am. And not that I'm super strict, but I don't know. It's just I like strict attitudes where he's he's like to the what point. That, yeah, that, this is that what goes it is. to that assertive, being assertive and, and solid in what you want. I've met some men who are assertive, but they weren't necessarily strict, though. So I've met some men who, like, they ain't gonna let you talk to them all find it crazy, but they're, um, they're definitely, they're definitely, like, oh, go ahead and blossom and be, you know what I mean? And you kind of want a little bit of that, but I like men who are, who are just, I don't know. I like I like stricter men. Like I just not, I, I want him to want me to blossom and all that great stuff. But he's a little bit more rigid in the things that he does. And because I I have a sense of rigidness, but I also have a sense of just kind of going out on a whim, right? So like I'll pick up and I moved to like Charlotte um, in three days and stuff like that. So certain things like that, uh, having that like person that's a little bit more rigid. It, I think it will balance me out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah I want a little more, uh, somebody a little more spontaneous to me. Like, I, I okay. do think I can be spontaneous, but I do think I am rigid. I'm the one that's pretty, like, I'm, I'm playing it safe. Um, so I want someone that is going to bring me out of out of that and, and, it, and stretch me a little bit more than I would be myself. Okay. All right, that makes sense. And that's the thing, too, is, like, um, as far as, like, uh, We'll, we'll talk about that. Um, as far as like the authority percentage in the relationship now, let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about this. The authority percentage. How much authority are you willing to give a man in the relationship? So zero to 100, how much do you have? How much does he have? 
I, I honestly, I've never thought about it like that. Um, and it's weird because I, I'm, I am contradicting. Like I contradict myself when I, I am a forward-thinking woman. I, I do. Uh, I don't know that I consider myself a feminist, but I believe in equal rights um, of women. But I also have some level of like old-school traditional roles, like that. I. Yeah. So it's hard to really. On one end, I do want. I. I, I don't know. It's like <laughs> I want. I want him. I want him to be like. I want you. Yeah, you demanded the house, but you're not running it by yourself. Um, and even if you even if you are running it by yourself, like I need to feel like I'm running something. Like I, I have to feel like I'm I'm doing something. I'm not just here, um, just wasting space or being like just on your arm but I do want my man to have I don't know it's hard like I, I don't know I feel like for me I would definitely say that and that's the thing about me is like I'm definitely um, a very dominant woman so I, I have that presence of I am more like an alpha female than anything else. So I know I bring that to the table and I don't fear that any man will walk over me. That's just not about to happen. We all know that's not about to happen. So for me, it's like, I don't, I don't mind giving up a little bit more because I know that, you know what I mean? You could try it, but it's, it's not going to go well. So for me, I would say I would be willing to give him 70%. So 50, 50 is half. So I would give him 70%. Um, and I would be willing, depending on how mature he is as a man or his masculine energy is, um, I would be willing to go up to 90%. But I don't think anybody should have less than 10%. Because I feel like then you start to get to that, you know, I feel like. It's not our show. <laughs> yeah, like at least have ten percent. Okay. If he has great energy, like if he's if he's one of those type of men that can take a woman and make her into a goddess, then I don't mind giving him ninety percent because I know he can handle it. Um, but I really don't. I'm really not interested in dating men who's like less than seventy. Yeah, and I mean, I guess like when I was saying, like I want somebody that I feel safe with, somebody I feel secure with. I, that that man, I do think would be a leader. He would be leading, and I, I'm okay with letting letting my man be I just don't know that I've ever been um, I have not been in that space yet where I felt completely able to like let go of my me feeling like my my authority like my my percentage and I don't know what the question so I don't know what my percentage is but um, do you do you like 50 50 um not really because <laughs> okay. I had an experience with a guy um, we were dating and his uh, <laughs> he wanted to for like dates um, he, he wanted to pay separately um, and I just felt like well then I can go out with my friends or I can hang out with another guy <laughs> so if I'm paying for myself and these are our dates um, so we're not dating like, I don't I, I just don't right, like yeah. that um, and that to him was like 50-50, like we were, like we're, we're both adult, we're both capable of paying for ourselves and we're, we're enjoying each other's company, but we, and I didn't like that. Um, and nah, to that me, shit ain't gonna fly. <laughs> yeah, I just, I couldn't get jiggy with that, like, it just, so that was like my little taste of 50-50 <laughs> and I didn't like it, so, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well. 
I don't, and I don't know what other spaces I could have given up more or that he could have stepped in more, but I just didn't feel like I was getting, even there was a situation where like he wasn't willing to like get the snow off my car. What? And I'm like, so this is really not like, I just can't, I'm not interested in a relationship like that with a man. Like I want my man to do do for me and want to do for me and uh, not, like it, those two things I felt like I wasn't asking for much like, yeah no um, and that's the thing is that we we, we we okay so this is this dude was extreme <laughs> he tripping <laughs> that's what I said <laughs> like his ass go uh, he, he been gone <laughs> <laughs> okay so like okay so we have these okay so 50-50 he, yeah he was taking it too far but 50-50, in my sense, the traditional way of, I think, 50-50 is just the fact that, you know, you don't do everything for yourself while you're in a relationship. I might as well be single if I'm going to do everything for myself. Yeah. But what you would do is just you do one thing and he would do the other. And then you would just kind of rotate those yeah. things. So he would do it the second time or you would do it that time. Um, that's how I frame 50-50, not petty 50-50 where we got to <laughs> pay separately. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, I feel that. Um, so maybe to that point, I'm looking for maybe a 65. <laughs> 65. And, okay. <laughs> First off, when I said 70, you was like, Ugh, oh, I know, I know. But then I'm like, well, that's not too far from 50 and 50 wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so okay, so sixty-five. <laughs> now you feel me? <laughs> we had to get there. So, all right. So at least for me, it's like around seventy because you know, and that's the thing. Is like I said, it depends on the man on how mature he is and how much willing. I might be willing to give him eighty. I might be willing to give him eighty-five. It just depends on where he's at and how comfortable I feel. But I'm not willing to date a man who I wouldn't be willing to give seventy percent. Right, because then I feel like, well, you, you clearly don't trust. To me, I don't trust him at that point. Yeah, you know right, what I mean. Right. Like, it, it's a, it's a, no, no disrespect, but it is. I feel like it is a form of respect. You know what I mean? To be able to say, okay, I, he's at a level where I respect him enough and I trust him enough to give him seventy. And that's what it really what it is. It's just how much do you trust him? Do you trust him to lead you to? whatever it is like are, are you comfortable with him making those decisions yeah and I think that like and how much and I don't want to make this into like a either or black and white but how much um what does it say about you as a woman if you're willing to date men who are under a certain threshold because I think a lot of times you end up complaining about those said men because you you've lowered you know what I mean and when you think about it when you term it in how much authority are you willing to give them it's like oh no that's a uh. we don't like that question but when you think about it the women who might say oh yeah 50 50 a lot of times I do tend to think they complain more about the men as far as oh well he's not showing up and blah 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 well 50 50 sometimes they do take it to a petty level yeah, and that I guess that was me because I'm in my mind, in my head, I'm like, I want to have equal ownership and authority, but then when I get, and I'm not that that was like the most ideal 50-50 scenario, but even that level of it, I was like, okay, maybe that isn't what I wanted. Um, 
And that's the thing is like 50%, that's an F. To me, that's a, like that man's felling. I'm sorry, but I don't. Fifty percent, baby, you felling. What are you here for? I feel like if I'm not willing to give him, if I don't believe in him at least seventy percent, like that's that's me saying like, okay, there's some confidence here. Fifty percent is iffy. We on the fence. I don't know about you. So seventy percent is saying I have confidence in you. Eighty percent is like, hey, you doing some things right. Ninety percent, like this, this this husband real, like so. You know, I, that's how I kind of break it up and how I think about it. All right, so as far as what is your favorite way to appreciate a man? So what do you do to appreciate men? Um, I think I try to, I think I, I try to figure out what they like or things that, um, things that'll make them happy or feel feel like somebody paid attention to them. Um, I think I'm pretty thoughtful, like, uh, sorry, like, I could hear something that you said early in the week, and maybe by the weekend, now we're doing that thing, or something is mm-hmm. to that. Um, I think small tokens of appreciation are simple, um, like you mentioned, like, before we, um, started, like, uh, saying thank you, and have just, just regular manners, um, pleases and thank yous to somebody that's doing things for you like going back to the guy that didn't pay for my my <laughs> our dates but some the guy that does I'm always appreciative of that and it's not something that I just feel it's gonna come because I'm a woman um clearly it doesn't all the time but when it does you let them know like I appreciate that um and being able to say it um I think that I don't know if I've ever yeah, I was saying like I have, I've not really thought about. I feel like you answered it well, like because if I think about it myself, like the favorite way, my favorite way to appreciate men, um, I would be honest, completely honest. Favorite way is to let him win arguments. Like <laughs> I'm, I I'm so, that. I'm so willing to give up an argument. Like listen, you, you can it. have it. <laughs> you got this. And I think it's just it's it's a, a weird way to show appreciation. But if he wants something a certain way, then me showing appreciation is just letting him have it that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not trying to... So like, does he know that? He might not know that, but I think that I make it very clear, right? So, like, it's not... There's definitely times where I'm like, it's whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And I just let him know that up front. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, not that I want to be this place or anything, yeah. but, like, it's just a matter of I'm giving you this because one i have confidence in you you're at 70 percent 85 percent whatever this is what you do this is how i i show appreciation in the sense of just letting him do his thing um another way is yeah like you said like just paying attention to the things that he's mentioned that matter to him um so it can be whether it's a scripture or it's you know what i mean depending on what type of man you're you're dealing with or he said that you know um he liked a certain thing when he was younger or something like that and then just trying to get that for him for Christmas or yeah, something like yeah. that uh, just as a gag gift or something maybe he, he doesn't use it anymore because he's a grown man but uh, just letting him know that you paid attention to him yeah um, and then um, I ain't gonna lie sexually we gonna go there with it <laughs> to be honest with you that's true all right, and so when you're when you're with a man and you're dating a man, what do you want him to experience? So, 
from you as a woman, what do you want that experience to feel like to him? Because sometimes we we feel like we are a certain way, right? And we feel like we create a certain space and create, we have the power to evoke a certain emotion in a man, but that's not necessarily what's happening. Um, but what does that look like in a sense? Because I don't think that women really, we don't really sit down and talk about, oh, this is what I'm actually wanting to create him yeah. for him to feel uh, we just I feel like a lot of times women we just say like oh yeah nobody's love is like mine my love is the best you know <laughs> XYZ yeah. but we don't really sit there and we daydream about how everything would look all together but not necessarily what are we actually yeah. giving him as far as energy no that's a really good question because I, I I don't think I've ever thought about what the other person has been receiving from me. I think I, I, in my mind, I think I'm putting these things out. I'm, I'm being a good person, I'm being a good girlfriend, I'm being supportive, but um, I've not thought about how I wanted them to feel in our relationship. I mean, I, would, I definitely want somebody to be happy and, and feel loved, but um, how, how do I do that? Um, what does that look like? Yeah. What does that happiness and love look like? Yeah for him uh, for me and this is this is a hard question like it really is a difficult question because it's so much of it a lot of it depends on who that person is right so what you're what you try to create for their feelings and how they feel with, within the relationship and with you as a woman really depends on um, what he values in women um and if you actually can bring what he values in women to the table, because there's a lot of men who date women who uh, cannot bring what they want to the table, but because yeah. she looks good, because she's an Instagram model or something, or because she, um, I don't know, because she got good sex or something, we don't know what might be the issue. Um, they'll date that woman knowing good well that she she can't bring what yeah. he really wants. And that, I think, um like what comes to mind for me as far as like I think natural like, submissiveness comes to mind like I don't think I'm naturally a submissive person um, and I can imagine that a guy wants that and I don't know that I've ever positioned myself or tried to understand from their perspective like how that looks in our relationship I don't know guys ever told me that they wanted me to be submissive but I can imagine most women get offended yeah like based off of how we how we interact like okay that might be what you're looking for because I'm not just letting you do x y and z like you want someone a little more passive and that's mm -hmm. not me um okay yeah. me like oh like I I feel like I am naturally a submissive woman and that's really weird because I'm very dominant in a sense but I have a lot of like as far as like when it comes to men I don't really have and it's my submissiveness shows up in a weird way that it's not it's not submissiveness in a sense that the traditional submissiveness like oh let me be a good wife and blah blah it's i really don't give a fuck so <laughs> i'll be honest i just don't care like do whatever you want don't yeah. give a damn just do it like yeah. i'm not i don't care enough about enough of that mm -hmm. to kind of to fight, fight yeah you know certain things or nitpick at certain things um you know do what you do but know this whatever decision you make may have consequences right? right and you better be able to live with those consequences that's all i say is like i'm not here to say that you can or cannot do anything 
do what you want to do. You're a grown-ass man, but do know that I'm going to respond accordingly. Right. Point blank, period. So, you know, if you feel like you can get away with something, you can you can take a chance. You know what I mean? That's yeah. You can risk it all if you want to. <laughs> um, I might be cool, and sometimes I, I might just pack it up on you and just leave. So, it's really you flirting with your own your own happiness at that point in time um, as far as that is concerned um, but you know I, I really want men to I want them to be able to experience um, their 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 definition of happiness um, without me putting my feelings into it in a sense that I don't want to alter their definition of happiness with anything that comes from what I want. Yeah. I want their happiness to be their untapped happiness and how they want it. Yeah. And you just have to know as a woman to get to know what that looks like and if you're willing to provide that. So a lot of times, you know, maybe his untapped happiness is, um, I don't know, a, a super submissive woman, right? And um, if you're not willing to provide that, you just got to know that up front and get to know that about a man before you, you know, go into this lengthy relationship with him. If that's what his untapped happiness looks like, instead of trying to tell him like, oh, well, that's not right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that you're misogynistic for wanting that or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just let his untapped happiness be that. And if you can give it to him, give it to him. Um, and that's all I want to be. I don't want to try to put any of me onto his his view of happiness. I just want to be at least be able to give that to him at some point in time. I might not be able to maintain it for 20 years, but <laughs> you know what I'm at least deliver it to him in some type of way or in some type of regiment type of way. Um, with that being said, uh, my next question was, you know, how do you create this um, for us to think about what we want to create and then how to formulate uh, what we want to create. Now, I know you said that you, you didn't necessarily, um, you've never really thought about if you actually are creating that from their perspective. Um, but this thing is like, I think that like, and a part of this is, there's an element to this as well is that you, you can ask him, um, but it's, it's kind of like trying to find, tune what they want and need um, because that is, I think this is really the part of the relationship where, um, where, where that love, in a sense, becomes that sacred place where you fine tuning that and figuring that out is kind of like what will set you apart from the other women um, who he might have dated or that's the, uh, the seventh third and he, you definitely want him to help you, but at a certain point in time, you have to take charge of it yourself. Um, and I think about like, okay, how do you create this? For me, I think like just really trying to get into the psyche of why he feels the way that he feels about what creates happiness for him. Um, now, it could, you know, it could just be that he wants a family and it could be as simple as you just giving him children um, and being an amazing mom and that, you know, will come full circle for him. Um, you know, but like, what is an amazing mom to him then? And what, you want to bring your own personality to it? Because I'm a mother and I, I have control over who I am as a person. Uh, but you also want to make sure that you're living up to 
your your partner's standards in a way too because it does matter like you can't be in a relationship and say oh well i don't give a damn what he thinks or what he wants from me as a mom i'm gonna be whatever i want to be and like well why are you in a relationship like it goes back to um it's tough um because for me like and i've had this issue with a guy where I am okay with not knowing the answers and I'm okay to solicit feedback and ask like what what do you want from me or what are the things that that I could be doing that that fill those gaps or I don't know like what just blatantly what do you want from me and I've had a guy like kind of feel like or he wants he wants his partner to just know that he just wants it to flow like he wants to be able to not have to lay it out for them and i mean to some degree like i can understand that like i don't want to lay it out and give you every the guidebook to on how to be my boyfriend or like what i i think some some things you should just know um but some things you are going to need to 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 bounce off of each other and figure out what because some things that your ex did i'm not i might not be willing or interested in doing or or and, and vice versa but um i don't know that's hard and i, I think it can vary um this most recent um that most recent example like that was my first time really asking a guy what they wanted from me or how i could i don't know how i was navigating the relationship um and it, it wasn't i didn't get the, the response i was looking for because it was like well you should know um type of thing and that's interesting so how uh, if you don't mind me asking how did you ask him did you just ask him just flat out like that or was it um, like a it was like a mixture of like well, you're in the middle of an argument yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like yeah a, a little bit of direct what do you what? want <laughs> <laughs> yes um you have no I, idea why you responded that <laughs> no idea why he was (laughs) but I mean I was still it was a heated conversation but I was being real and what do you expect out of me what are you wanting from me like how how are we setting ourselves up for success if I am not like I'm I'm we're clearly not doing the things the other ones um and I'm 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 good to in some space tell the person Mm -hmm. I want you to get the snow off my car I want you to pay for dates um, but and, and, and I still don't know what those missing pieces were for him um, because he just felt like I was his woman should be able to just come into his life and that y'all rocking and y'all I don't know like there was no conflict resolution for me in that situation and, that, and that's one of the things that I noticed about men in a sense that they don't really like having these conversations and that's that was what I was trying to say in the beginning like you kind of want to be able to ask them but at the same time there is a certain element that you just kind of have to know like we both agree on that um but i realized that when you try to have certain conversations with men it feels like you're bad they're going to take it as you badgering them and you you're really trying to figure it out yeah like they're they're, they they take it a little bit as far as like but why are you asking that and you know uh, are you trying to find me in a lot catch me you know what i mean they they take on to this weird thing and it's, sometimes i feel like it's just the people that they've dated like clearly you've dated some crazy ass women because that's definitely not what i'm doing um i'm not trying to you know i don't know feel like i'm trying to attack you like 
I'm asking you these difficult ass questions just to see if you can answer them or not. And if you don't answer them right, then I'm going to be mad at you tonight. No, I'm just asking you because I I genuinely want to know. It has nothing to do with, you know, if you answer the question wrong, then I'm going to be pissed. No. Um, But there's, and that's the thing is like, I think that if you come to them and you kind of, I've noticed sometimes it does go well when you just sit down and you ask the, the, the question in a very conversational way, right? So if you're already having one of those deep kind of conversations and then to think about to bring it up then and there when he's already in that state of mind where he's laid back and he's just thinking with you. And then when you ask him like, oh, so what do you, what would you like for me to bring, you know, to you or whatever? I feel like they take it a little bit better, um, I've noticed. Uh, when they're already in that state of mind of thinking. Yeah, yeah. Because I've tried to ask them just out of the blue, like, hey, so, you know, so <laughs> I'm over here thinking, he over there doing something else. So, hey, hey, what you, am I doing X, Y, Z? Do you? And they were just like, why you ask me that? Like, what's, yeah, like, what's wrong? <laughs> Where'd that come from? So it's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely how you lead up to it. Um, I think it plays a big role. And then uh, what is one thing that you want to do for a man? that you wish you could do for a man, that you really want to do for a man, but you just have never had the opportunity to do it because, well, they might not, the the people you're around may not deserve it or you feel like, you know, you just don't feel comfortable enough to do it because I feel like all women, we have those things that we really want to do and we really want to show the most amazing part of ourselves to a man, but we just don't feel like we've ever truly met yeah. Someone where we can be that vulnerable, right? Right, right? And it's a vulnerability that comes with it. I think for me, that literally is it. I, I would love to just be completely vulnerable and give myself completely to someone and have that openness and and literally just have my person. Like, you are my counterpart. Like, I am yours, you are mine, and we are in this together. That's what I would love. Um, and then, like, uh, I guess, like, on a lower scale... I I want I would love I would like to live with a man, um, but I just you know what you're like the only other woman I know right now that I've never lived with a man I've never lived with a man either and you know we're in our mid to late twenties and I feel like it's rare because like I feel like most women have lived with a man before. Yeah, I would like to do that, but I uh, for me living with someone that's a, that's a pretty big deal, um, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm just not willing to do that at this time um because i don't think i've been there with anyone so i don't want to have somebody come in my living space um and we're not there right right definitely that's that's the thing is like for me i feel like and this is real like i'm not religious or anything like that but i do feel like a certain part of me feels like living together is kind of reserved for when you're engaged or something I, I, I you know agree. what i mean it's not something that you just do with every boyfriend um if we got to be engaged or something if we moving in because i'm not like i mean i'm not religious either but especially because i feel like i'm all right we're, we're having sex like can i have some can we have something that we can look forward to right something can, we, can something be like let me have some level of you know like I I, I, want to reserve something. And I don't, and that's the crazy thing too, is like, I don't care about marriage that much. I'm not one of those, I need to be married, let's get married, like, persons, but I feel like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like we're married right now, because we're not, and we're not, you know, we're not sharing a life together, so I'm not sharing my space with you on that level, um, 
because that's not just where we're at. The relationship yeah. status is not there. Um, it's bad enough, I'm sure, in my body with you. <laughs> but boy, <Okay. laughs> trying to take over my whole damn life over here. <laughs> like, I got nothing to show for it. Like, you know, not that it, that marriage is something to show for it, but it's there's some level of commitment there that is not. We're not gonna. Get, we don't have that just. I'm just I'm just not interested and that's the crazy thing about me because like for me marriage is a a for real commitment for me too so I don't look at marriage as something like oh it's something that I aspire to do because you know I want to be married and being a wife is everything it's like I'm scared right like I'm also I also have a fear of like I'm gonna get married and we for real for real married right now like this is that sounds crazy So I don't want men to take it like, oh well, the the ring is the prize. Like, listen, when I when I make a decision to marry somebody, know that this is for like. I'm not taking that lightly. I'm not. This is not about being married and just saying that. Oh, he put a ring on it. It's like I'm really committed to to you to you, and yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to be able, like, I want to give myself completely. And I guess that would be my idea of when I'm in a space to be married with someone, to give myself completely and really be there. I'm not, I mean, that sounds, like, that is scary to, to really have someone, I feel like, uh, that commitment and that, uh, it's a level of responsibility now that I have for this, you know, for yeah, this man. Um, it's a level of... I can't get rid of you. Um, like you know emergency contact now. Like, <laughs> Lord Jesus, I'm gonna have my mom as the, <laughs> to come and save me. Now it's this man who is this. <laughs> and it's is. I think sometimes in society, I think that society paints a picture that women well you know majority of women we're just all for marriage all the time as soon as you ask us we're going to be so happy and it's like no like this is a big commitment on my behalf too like I said like I'm so I have the safety net of just getting rid of you whenever I don't hey this shit ain't working out you gotta go you know what I mean I can't do that anymore I have to really sit here and and work this out like I really gotta put some effort into this I gotta put some 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 blood sweat and tears into this and I think that sometimes maybe there are certain women out there who don't think about that, right? And they get into that marriage and then it's like, oh, well, he did this and I'm divorcing him because he didn't live up to my standards. Well, you you know, it's not that simple no more, right? Like, so you can't just, you can't divorce people, but um, you can't just divorce people. Like, I don't know. It's just yeah, my no, mindset. You just I, I can't. Don't think that's- I don't want to get into a marriage. You know? I mean, obviously, divorce is an option, but I just feel like at that point, there's so much you can do before marriage to, like, to get to the to get to the point of marriage and not really put in the work. Like, it's silly to me. And that's the thing too is I think that I I really, me personally, I, I'm I'm a firm believer in not exhausting myself before marriage. So I'm not going to do living with you. And going through a, a whole bunch of craziness before the relationship gets to that point, because by the time you get married, you're already exhausted, and you've already you, you've worn yourself out. You know, by the time you're 20 to 30, you've worn yourself out on all these dudes. So now that you're 35 and you're in a marriage for three years, now you want out because you just can't handle it. Because in your mind, you've been going through bullshit for 13 years. It hasn't been three years; it's been 13. So 
for me, I, I try to minimize the bullshit that I go through right now yeah. because it's I want to be have. Bullshit in that, like, you know what? We, that is what is, we are faced with. It's going to be some bullshit to come. It's going to be some bullshit. <laughs> So I want to be, I want to have the stamina for yeah, my marriage. Yeah, that's so true. Like, that's so true. If it, if it gets to that point. Right, so, and what does it, what, what makes you feel like a woman? So what aspect of your relationship with a man makes you feel in touch with your feminine and makes you feel vulnerable and makes you feel like a woman? Because you said you wanted that, but what, how do, how does men, how do men create that for you? I think just being uh, having being in a safe space, being feeling comfortable with someone, being myself with them. Um, I don't know that I've ever like I don't know that I ever thought about like my femininity, honestly. Like I don't know. Um, I feel like okay, me. Um, what makes me feel like a woman that vulnerable that femininity side as far as like because you have do two different aspects to womanhood right you have me feeling like a woman like I'm a, my own person and I'm a I'm a woman I'm taking care of my business and then you have the I'm a woman I'm in my feminine space and I'm relaxed and I'm open to receive um I feel like the thing that makes me feel most like a woman is really a man's ability to make me feel secure with his decision making um for some reason it is really really important to me uh how men make decisions in now we talked about earlier we talked about body language and what determines whether or not i have sex with a man what determines whether or not i would be willing to marry a man is his decision making skills um in knowing that he can make great incredible efficient decisions where they're fast and they're accurate will make me lean back into my femininity and make me feel like okay now I have this time to really just be a woman right and my my I feel like my femininity is more of expressive so I will fall back into now I can be a woman but it's going to be more of a I'm going to be expressing that so it's going to come like full circles where I fall back but I then push out into my family right so I imagine this right I haven't had this per se right I'm not married or anything like that but I would imagine that it would come in a sense that he's able to take all that like I said dependability earlier he's taking that on to where I can fall back be in my femininity and then I can push what I find in that feminine nature and that energy and push it back into my family and then it just kind of recycle itself where I can run in that way um, of course, you know, you got to move in and out of that, uh, as far as like, you do have things that you need to take care of as a woman and as a mother and as a wife, but, um, that's kind of what I would feel like would make me be very, uh, I don't know, in touch with my feminine side. Yeah, I, I, I really don't, um, I don't know, I, I don't think of it, I don't think of like my, I don't think of my feminine side or my, um, I just think I'm, yeah, I'm a female, I'm a woman, um, I don't, yeah, I don't really, definitely something that maybe, you know, later down line, you can about, yeah. um, because I've not positioned myself to, to consider that, um, and I don't know that, like if that is a missing piece of what um, a relationship could be holding, like I don't know. I think that's and that's that's the the other flip side of that, right? So if a man asks me, "What do you want from me?" 
that's what I'm going to tell them, right? Like, so sometimes people get upset because they don't have the answer to the question that you're asking them um, because maybe he haven't thought about it, right? So he doesn't know what that looks like for his masculine side to really come out and show um, to where he can push out that good masculine energy back into his family. Uh, so he, you know, will get upset. But for me, like, if a man asks me, what do you want me to do? So that way you can be the best version of yourself as a woman. This is a big part of it, right? Now, once we get there and once he takes care of that, there might be other things that come up now that I've had this handled, right? So once you clear that, you know, now I can realize other things that are maybe not as big as that problem. So that could be the biggest problem. Once that handled, then you can see all the underlying problems. And we can tackle those over the course of the marriage. And that's what I think that marriage should be about is just filling that big one and then kind of fine-tuning for the rest of the years on um, just the other little things. It's not like, oh, well, you know, I, I did the big thing, so now you're complaining about all this extra shit. I don't feel like it should be that way. I don't want to be that way with him. I want to be like, okay, so we took, I took care of the big thing for you, and now all these little, all this little shit around it, we can see it now. Yeah. So yeah. let's also, let's just, right. over the years, just tackle those little things too. Let's line them up in importance and just discover ourselves in that sense. And then I, I would hope at the end of our marriage or, you know, that we would be full circle and everything's completed and, you know, not everything, but, you know, you can't complete everything. It's going to always be work. Uh, self-development is something that you will take to your grave. Uh, so what qualities, what qualities and traits can a man hold or possess that would force you to respect him even when you don't like him <laughs> and this is I think this is important because even though I don't like you as a person I still respect you so it's you gotta be some type of person yeah. to have someone who doesn't like you to still respect you I think um, having your priorities straight knowing like handling your responsibilities i can't be mad at like i can't i cannot like you but if you doing it at the end of the day you going to work taking care of your family um i can't be mad at that like you doing what you gotta do um and somebody's a hard worker like they're all right cool like i can't take that away from you um you're honest the person like you, you, you even if you're thoughtful um you just you can't be you can't hate on it like right <laughs> you can't hate on it but like for me I recently had this happen in the sense that um this is guy like uh he gets on my fucking nerves I cannot stand him he's just uh, I don't even know like cause I don't have a problem with cocky people but he's cocky in a way that I'm just like you get on my damn nerve like he just I don't even know how to describe him I just cannot stand him, but he's <laughs> very really <laughs> listen. And I told him. Oh. <laughs> I told him. Oh, he know I don't like him. <laughs> but we we had we had a I told him. <laughs> and he definitely the way he responded to me just being like, I don't really like you <laughs> and the way he responded, it wasn't like he didn't he didn't kiss my ass but he didn't take it to another level either. He was just like a Okay, so <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, you know what? And then when I started to think about it, like, and what? Like, and I'm just like, well, you know, he's intelligent. You know what I mean? He's he's a family oriented man. He's he's hardworking. He, you know what I mean? Like all the things that you said. And I'm just like, I don't fucking like his personality, but I really cannot 
I couldn't take it no further than that. Like once yeah. once I told him, and he was just like, okay, like so what? <laughs> In your point? Okay. And I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> on the low, I wasn't consciously thinking about this, but I think on a subconscious level, I just wanted him to give me a reason not to like <laughs> Give me another reason. <laughs> I don't like your personality. <laughs> and then you talk to me crazy. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't talk to me crazy or anything. He was just like, okay, yeah. And I was just like, all right, well, forget it. Then. <laughs> yes, I guess I got to respect you because, you know what I mean? When I look at you overall, and I don't have shit else to say but the fact that I just don't like your personality, at that point, I could have just kept that shit to myself. Um, but you have to have those, you have to have those, those, you know, instances or those, those interactions to know that maybe all, oh, maybe that was a time where I could have, you know, self-checked right there before I, before I let him know how I felt about him, because uh, he clearly didn't care. <laughs> But it was no, just like, no, okay, you know yeah. what I mean? And I, it made he made me think about the things that I respect in men, even when I don't like them. Yeah. And the fact that he handled it that way, because I didn't, I, I honestly think that he handled it very well. Like to be honest with you, I really don't. Yeah, like I was just like, okay, I ain't got shit else to say. Next, <laughs> you know, is it? And then another thing that really made me respect respect him a lot is that the fact that he's working. To, and you can see it in him that he really wants to retire his wife and that was something that I previously before him I always thought in the back of my mind like you don't see men working to retire their wives anymore and I knew that that was something that I really would pay attention to and like in men and then when I seen him do that too it was like ah damn I really don't want to like him but that bad I guess that bad so I, I really gotta chill with the bullshit but yeah it was just like I was like okay that's dope like you know for him to to come with one of those things that I really um value I didn't bring it up earlier but you know I value that that a man will retire his wife and that he believes in that and it's not just you know oh she can work till she's dead and that's it you know so yeah think about that um and then uh, what type of legacy do you go for as far as men? Have you thought about the type of legacy? Um, I mean, I definitely thought about like things to leave to kids. Like, I, I mean, and I don't know that I've thought about it uh, from a relationship standpoint. I thought about like for myself. Like, I wanna, I know I wanna purchase land and I wanna have a home and I wanna have things for my family. I want, I want them to have tools at at uh, like conflict resolution within themselves and. And, and self-healing and just things that our parents might not have been able to have been able to go through and things that we're learning um, and we have the luxury of I, I want to pass those things down um, and from a as far as being in a relationship um, those same things but I don't know that I've I don't know that I've considered how that is gonna look um, from a relationship standpoint for like generations to come. Okay. I think that for legacy, for me, legacy, okay, so I have this thing about wealth building, of course, um, and that, you know, I want to be able to build a legacy in that sense, but when I think about legacy in this term, it's more so about his mindset and that type of legacy of what is he really 
what is what it how has he impacted me and made me a better woman and how has he um how has he shaped and molded his children and outside of that how has he helped society in a way you know what i mean so it's, it's bigger than just legacy of just oh what is he doing for his family like you got to take care of home but how does other people see my husband you know what i mean like um is does does he have a legacy that you know and it's not just for me to brag about or nothing like that i don't want to be like that it's it's for, more so for this here's your father and these are our children your father is the standard yeah right 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 he's the standard you see all these people who believe in your father who looks up to your father who who trust your father and all of those things yeah. and we always want our children to be better than us so here's your standard and also he could be a standard for me as a woman if he's doing xyz and he's doing all these things that is building a legacy in the mindset of individuals outside the home what am i also doing to complement that that i'm building something that i'm not just you know in the background because a lot of times when you hear about certain men or you know there's certain women um you know you might not know who their spouse is at all you know what i mean like it's like who the hell is he married to or who you know what i mean like you don't hear their name at all because they're you know not that you have to be just like your spouse but you want to you know you should compliment each other they should i I think you guys should be on the same level to some degree like um and I mean, you always are in that. Like, it's gonna get a tug and pull. Like, they're you're, they're gonna help you where you're lacking, so to say, and you'll do the same for them. But um, I would definitely imagine to be on the same playing field as my me. Okay. And then like, uh, what do you? Okay, so you said your legacy. You want to do all those things like buy houses and you know leave something to the children. Um, but as far as like specifically, what are you? going to bring to that legacy like is it just a matter of are we just going to do the down payment together on the house or what aspect of that legacy of you leaving things to your children and doing things and you know doing some of the things that your parents weren't able to do um that you specifically want to tackle yeah i would definitely love to be more uh like environmentally conscious in anything okay. that i'm in the, in me getting this land and having a home and um maybe having a garden or something like being able to um provide food or or who knows like definitely keeping the environment in mind and whatever we're doing um so that there is a planet (laughs) for my grandkids (laughs) that is super like i I, you know i recycle because i had a whole bunch of water bottles and i still recycle now but um yeah like bringing that environmental thing into it and you know what i never thought about that one but that is something that I do, um, and I never looked at it as something to bring to my family. Um, I knew, like, I know now, like, I'm, we're going to recycle. Um, but I don't know. I, I never looked at it as something like, oh yeah, this is a thing that I want them to value and that I want to bring to this this household. Um, but one of the things I think that I want to be able to bring to the legacy is that that uh, like you know what I mean, like so. He can do what he's doing and he's executing, 
but I, I, I bring the um. I am the, I am the, I'm the mood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that mood. <laughs> so when I think about it, like, of course, my legacy is more so what he's doing outside in his consciousness and where he is and how people perceive him and how his children and I also, you know, perceive him as a man. But I want to be that, uh, that, that set the tone type of thing. So he's doing all of the movements and everything, and I bring that that fire in a situation. Um, and of course, there are other little things like I, I definitely want to be able to have my own property. Uh, of course, we're going to buy property together, but I think that it's always good for women to have our own separate property. Um, and this is not, you know, I'm not planning to divorce anybody, but if you did end up in a situation where you're no longer with this man, you still have your own stuff that can provide for you. Lord forbid that something might happen to him. It might not just be that you broke up. He might pass away, right? He might get in a car accident. You need to be able to, to provide for your children, so you have to have your own, you know, um, properties, your own businesses, your own doing all those things for yourself. And it might not be on scale to what he's doing it, but it definitely needs to be able to compensate for if he was to leave earlier prematurely that I'm still stable. And, um, you know, it's not just about just having big accounts. It's about, like, there's a foundation to maintain those accounts. Yeah. You know, because if we burn through the account, then what? You know what I mean? Like, that's some... And if you don't know how to run his businesses, then what? Right? So yeah. you'd have to be in tune with what he's doing and know at least enough to step in if he was to go absent as to how do I take care of this and how do I maintain it. Um, maybe I didn't, maybe you didn't build it. You know, maybe he built it. Well, y'all built it together because you're married, but um, he was the primary lead on building it. But I definitely need to make sure right, to how right. to maintain it. Because if you don't maintain it, whatever he built, he did it all for not. Yeah. Like you yeah. didn't. I feel like you felt no disrespect, <laughs> but it, you kind of felt as a as a wife, you know, for him to build all this and then it just goes to ruins because you can't maintain it yeah, in his absence. That was your that was your contribution to yeah. hold it. Whatever. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. But all right, well, we've been here for an hour and a half <laughs> talking about attraction and what we like in men and. I feel like we talk more so about really deep stuff about our attraction to men, not necessarily just our physical attractions. Um, yeah. I really don't have a physical type, to be honest. Like, I, I, I don't. I mean, I do and I don't. Yeah, I, I, I do, no. but I feel <laughs> like I, I do, and I, I do in my mind. Like I know I said I don't discriminate, which is true. I think that comes from other things, though. Like I might. Look at someone and not immediately be attracted, but I do think that attraction can grow. Um, so I'm not I'm not closed off to, or I'm not gonna cancel someone off because the immediate attraction wasn't there. Okay, this is the last question we gonna answer, and then we gonna get out of here. But um, oh, that's interesting because me, I feel like. I don't know if I'm that, I don't know if I'm like you. You better than me. You better than me because, like I said. <laughs> nah, that you ain't, you're, you ain't. And that's that. the thing is like, I, I don't mind ugly men though. So yeah, yeah. I think it's a difference yeah. between, like, men can get away with being somewhat ugly yeah. and still you be attractive. Yeah. Um, so, like, he can be ugly. It's not, that's not a problem. Yeah, you meet him ugly. Meet him ugly men. Fine as hell. <laughs> Right in my alley. <laughs> yeah, so it's not it's not in the sense of 
you know, that type of, um, what do they call it? Uh, being shallow. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah, shallow yeah. in that way, yeah. but I am a little bit shallow in the sense that, I mean, you medium ugly and on top of that. Exactly. That, that is so true because homeboy that wasn't paying for dates, like, you ain't even fine like that. Like, you all right. And I didn't the forget nerd. the audacity. <laughs> Like once you do all those other things, if you're taking care of all those other things, when you're medium ugly, you become medium fine. Like not even medium fine, you become fine as hell as a man. Be- I don't give a fuck how ugly you like. You know what I mean? You can be a, a straight up six or a five, and I'm still fucking with you. You know what I mean? But you gotta watch it with the ugliness. Stuff. <laughs> If you, not that, if, even if you were fine, if you ain't trying to, you know, if you ain't trying to knock the snow off my car, boy, like, you tripping, but, you know what I mean, like, I don't know, so I'm a little iffy with that, but thank you for thank coming you. and having the conversation, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, until next time. Shout out to Tay for coming out and having that conversation with me. I've really enjoyed it. Um, It was really what I wanted to have in that conversation because I wanted to do something a little bit more lighthearted, but I also wanted to have a conversation that would challenge women to think about uh, what we want from men and uh, how do we provide value in our relationships with men um, and, you know, lightheartedly talk about, you know, things like attraction, Um, but you know, just to really hone in on the things that women bring to the table that might not be as, you know, tangible as a degree or a car or a house, um, the things that we want to bring from a spiritual and like an emotional and mental level. So this, this conversation was great. Um, I felt like it served this purpose. It was lighthearted at the same time as being something that really provided an insight into you know how women uh, think about our relationships and things that we want to create inside of our relationships um, and what we want from those relationships as well. Like I said, shout out to Tay. Thank you so much, um, and thank you guys for listening. <laughs>